Thank you for checking in to Stuff I Heard. This is your host, Stuff I Heard uh, podcast guy, guru, person, uh, Josh Peak. <clears throat> Today is Sunday. Yeah, I know, Sunday. You guys are like, I'm expecting a podcast from you regularly on like Tuesdays and Fridays or Saturdays. What's this is Sunday stuff? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Get over it. Um, today is Sunday, August the 12th. Uh, as you've not many of you have actually listened to the last podcast because I think I was sick when I did it. Um, but I have been getting over a cold. You can still kind of hear something in my throat. I'm drinking some coffee this morning, getting ready for church. Um, I have been getting better, but my wife now has it. We, uh, we had the joy of having my grandson yesterday, and, and I'm hoping that we didn't give it to him. But to be honest, I think maybe he gave it to us the previous Sunday. So, um, yeah. So today's Sunday, not the regular day that you guys are used to, so sorry to disappoint. But anywho, uh, I would like to give a big shout out to uh, One Lonely Farmer who's reached out to me. He wants to be on the podcast. I think he wants to do his own podcast, and we're going to see if we can make that happen. Um, I'd also like to give a shout out to Dylan because Dylan was typing in on me last week when I was doing this thing live on YouTube and he was trying to chat and I, I can't type chat and talk at the same time. That makes it just weird. I don't know. I, can, I just can't do that. Um, I'd like to figure out how, but apparently I'm not that talented. Maybe, maybe it requires like an assistant or something, but I am doing the same thing I did last week. I'm recording this with my computer and doing it live. If you're on YouTube, you can watch this. Um, it's on the Joshua Peak uh, YouTube page. If you're listening via podcast, then this will be after the fact. And sorry, um, I don't have any rhyme or reason to this, but soon I will be. Soon I'll, I'll like schedule it and I'll be like, hey, if you guys want to interact, just write in. I don't know how that would come across audio, but anyway, past all that, I would like to talk about uh, Bert Kreischer for a second. Um, as a lot of you know, he's a, he's a comedian, and I'm somewhat of a super fan of Mr. Burt. Um, Burt competed in a sprint triathlon where he did a um, swim, I think it was a 400-meter swim, an 11-mile bike ride, and a three-mile road race. And he did it. He did a good job. Um, I'm trying to find... The thing online that shows what his final times were. I'm looking on his Instagram right now under Burt Kreischer. I'm sure it's on here somewhere. Where is it? I'm on the page. I'm looking at his times. There's one where it actually shows all of his categories. I think he finished exactly 100th out of all of the people and I don't know I can't read it it's really tiny I don't know exactly in what place he finished in his age group okay here we go his final time was one hour and 21 minutes and that was a 400 meter swim looks like they did it in lake an 11 mile bike ride and a three mile run now for many who don't know Bert is not in the greatest in the greatest of shape, he's more of a before keto shape. If I if I were to describe it correctly, this is how I was shaped more uh, before I started this diet. As you can tell from the video here, I'm looking a lot healthier. I'm feeling a lot healthier. But he has this mentality of 
it's all mind over matter, and and I he thinks that he has that extra, what he calls a Mickey Mantle gene. Uh, he's talked about it on Joe's podcast. This Mickey Mantle gene allows him to party and then also be a, an elite athlete in his mind. And don't be mistaken, it is an elite athlete type status if you're able to run one of those, especially after you've you know been partying and hanging out with your friends and you figure as a comedian, he's you know having a few drinks with his buddies and socializing and whatnot. So hats off to you, Bert. Good job, buddy. Proud of you. Um, I mean, if you were to ask me if I could go do one of those right now, I'd say, are you out of your mind? No. Uh, which is exactly what his buddy Tom Segura says. Uh, he's asked Tom to compete with him a couple times or to run with him a couple times, and Tom's been like, absolutely not. Now, Ari Shafiri is supposed to do one. Um, I listened to this podcast, episode uh, 299 of the Burtcast with Zach Bitter. Zach Bitter is an is a ultramarathon runner, and Zach has talked to him about running a, a marathon. I may have talked about this in the last podcast. He's actually talked to him about running a marathon with Bert and Ari, and they're talking about doing it somewhere exotic. Um, he's also thrown out the idea of possibly letting people know where he's going to be, and if you want to run with him, then you could go and run with him, which is pretty darn cool. If you think about the idea of celebrity, um, being a comedian is sort of uh, interesting celebrity status. It's If you're Jerry Seinfeld, then you're approached by everybody. Oh my God, it's Jerry, it's Jerry, it's Jerry. If you're maybe... Bert, and you put on a hat and, and glasses and you go out in public, people may not know who you are. Um, <clears throat> it is sort of a weird realm of celebrity, though. Um, you know, it's, I guess it's different than an actor because an actor is told what to say, told what to do, told where to show up. They're given uh, training and, and multiple takes to get a line. As a comedian, you're on the front line and you're supposed to stand up there and go, all right, be funny, make me laugh. And you immediately have to do your, what I hear it called, magic trick. I listened to uh, uh, Chris Hardwick talk about this one time. Chris Hardwick is the host of the Nerdist podcast. Um, Chris has uh, been in the news recently for some stuff that was you know, bad that ended up not being his fault at all. Um, Chris once said that, as a comedian, your job is to basically go on stage and be a magician. You have to come up with something new all the time to make people go, oh, wow, I never saw that coming, and laugh. Kind of like a magician supposed to do a magic trick that you've never seen before, so you sit in the crowd and go, oh, wow, how did he do that? Whereas like someone like a musician gets up there and they, they, people just want to hear the hits. Play me the song I like from 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 5 years ago, whatever it is. And in a way, comedians sort of are a little bit jealous of musicians because musicians can just do their thing over and over again and people love it. Whereas magicians, or, excuse me, <coughs> whereas musicians have to constantly go up there and create something out of nothing and make you think about it and make you laugh about it. And, you know, in a lot of ways, their job is to think of the most screwed up things to get you to laugh. You know, Leslie Jones, is it Leslie Jones? Leslie, I can't think of her name. I think it's Leslie Jones. She was on The View recently, and she said something about, I hope to God nobody goes back and looks at my Twitter from 10 years ago, because there's no telling what I said. She's like, my job is to find the most screwed up things in life and make you laugh about it. And people take that crap too seriously. And she's right. She's right. Words only have power because we give them power. Now, it doesn't give us full authority to go out there and be shitty to one another. I mean, there's no need for that. But at the same time... 
I have no idea what I said a few years ago. I have no idea what I said 10 years ago. If somebody were to archive my brain and say, hey, remember when you said this? Yeah, you're a jerk. Okay, well, yeah, probably was then. But we evolve. We all evolve. That's kind of what we do. But anyway, um, I listened to, uh, I got behind on podcasts for a while. Uh, being sick, I just I hadn't, hadn't been in the mood to do much of anything. But I went back and I listened to some of Bird's podcasts. He's got uh, two open tabs and one on, on with Tim Dillon. Um, episode 300, Tim Dillon and me. Uh, he talks about his uh, special coming up on August the 24th called Secret Time on Netflix. Um, and him and Tim talk a good bit about comedy and about... Um, sort of uh, a lot of things that most people probably won't care about unless you're a fan of comedy. Tim Dillon uh, is very thoughtful and uh, has a lot to kind of bounce back and forth with Bert on. I enjoyed it personally. A lot of people probably don't get anything from it, but um, I'm a fan of comedy and I'm a fan of, of both of these guys. Uh, it is actually a good, a good conversation. Uh, the open tabs that came up on the 20th, which is this past Friday, is really good. Uh, he talks, <laughs> he sort of talks a little bit about um, his triathlon coming up that he apparently did yesterday. He talks about uh, this movie called The Snowman. He kind of spoiler alerts it, but it's it's actually a good conversation um, that he has. It's a sort of a solo podcast, but he has a sound engineer in there called Halston. I don't know if it's H-A-U-L-S-T-O-N or A-U-S-T-I-N, Austin. I don't know how he's pronouncing it. He pronounces things a little weird sometimes. I mean, he's got he's got a thing about pronouncing tattoo as tattoo. I, I don't know what that is all about, but whatever, dude. It's fine. Um, I have downloaded a few podcasts, and I've listened to a few podcasts this week. Uh, <clears throat> I listened to my brother's podcast on, uh, he's now on a few platforms. It might be out on your platform called The Old Red Truck. Him and his wife, Michelle, do a podcast called The Old Red Truck. And they basically talk about what it's like for life uh, as a 30-something-year-old with kids, as an educator. And it's pretty good. Uh, they talk about uh, what what community does and, and how they're building community and how this, this world of having a keto diet has created a community within their community and how they're able to bridge it across and talk to other people about it and help people and how it's affecting people across the board. Um, it's a good conversation. I'm enjoying it. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Organic Phrases. Um, it's right now available only on Anchor, but it's going to be soon on others because he's consistent. And that's the main key is being consistent. I say that while I am not consistent today because I missed out on doing one of these yesterday or Friday. I just wasn't feeling it. Sorry. Um, honestly, yesterday we had our grandson with us and he wore us out. And when it came time to doing it, I did not. I was actually watching a movie, a cartoon movie, without him. It's weird you have grandkids so you go, hey, I can watch the cartoon movie now. And then he's here and I can't watch the cartoon movie because he's only two and... He doesn't want to sit still, but I watched the movie Coco, which was pretty darn good. Um, but they're, they're, he's being consistent. He's, he's holding himself to a standard, and he's going to try and put one out every week. Organic Phrases is about farming, and he's also talking about poetry. Again, he talks about different things than I do, and that's fine. You know, Variety is the spice of life. 
one of the things that, that I get from it is I'm learning because he does talk about things with farming and he kind of teaches you as he goes, but he's also reading some poetry that inspires him. And in a weird way, I've always been inspired by that kind of stuff. Whenever I hear other people's motivation or the things that they're passionate about, it sparks something in me creatively and it, and it tells me, Hey, you're not done. This is just the beginning and you're just scratching the surface of what you can do. So I say that while I'm holding a, uh, I've got a, a laptop in front of me. I've got my iPad in, in this hand doing my audio for for Audible, and I got my phone in this hand. I'm and a coffee, and I need I need one more thing. Is, is what I'm saying. I need one more thing to juggle because apparently I'm just not doing enough. Sometimes your brain gets that way. Sometimes you need all these things going on. Now I know what it's like for my dad who is non-stop fixing things and non-stop lining things up that, oh yeah, I need to do that, I need to do this, and when I get a chance, I'll do that, and I gotta... My mom does the same thing. My mom, later in life, went out and got advanced education degrees and you know took on more challenges and took on more things at church and took on more things in personal life and took on more things in her per- in her professional life, and, and yeah, yeah, I can do that, I can do that too. I can do all of that. Sure, throw it on me. And I'm at the very... I'm at the, 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 the wave of that. I'm at the crest of that. I'm at the understanding of it, I guess you'd say. Here's what I want to do, okay? Let me throw this out there and see what you guys think. I want to interview people about their lives, and I want them to talk about things that they've been through and how they've gotten to where they've gotten. Um, I want to hear about all of the little things that most people don't think are important and and do it in a conversational way so that I can bring up the parts that I think are fascinating. I mean, after all, this is this is my podcast and my YouTube channel, right? So I should be driving the boat. I should be the one who is the narrator and the interviewer and whatever else because I'm also editing and directing and producing and you get the point. So I want to interview people. I want to, I want to have a discussion about what I find fascinating and then open the door to let them talk about things that they want to share. There is the reality that at a certain point, you and I are no longer going to be here. And when we're not here, how fascinating would it be for our ancestors down the road to go back and go, oh, that's where I get that from. That's, I can see that in my grandfather and my grandmother and my great-great-grandmother, blah, blah, blah. Right? Right now, people are are very big into the ancestry dot com type stuff and the you know finding out where you came from kind of stuff. I've always been leery of that because I'm thinking you know is there any truth to this? Is it all made up? Is it is anybody even doing anything? Or are they just collecting money? Oh yeah, yeah. Your great grandmother was this carpenter. What? I mean, at a certain point, you kind of wonder is it real or is it just made up? But a lot of people are doing it. My mom's doing it. My dad's talked about doing it. And it is kind of interesting to find out where you come from. Now, let's fast forward this about 100 years. 100 years from now, would one of my great descendants watch this and go, Oh, look, there's Josh. I kind of look like him. Wow. Interesting. It sort of puts things into perspective if you think about it that way. Now, 
the people that I find fascinating, the people that I am inspired by, what if I could have them talk now to sort of show light on what I find beautiful about their life, what I find inspiring about their life. Because I've always looked at people who achieve things and overcome obstacles as inspirational. Now, what if we could do that with each other? What if we could, you know, sort of springboard ideas off each other and share with each other these things and say, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. This is how I can inspire you. So maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe that's what we're meant to do. It's just a thought. Give me some feedback. Write me back. I got a uh, I got an email address. Uh, let's see. Like I always have to look this crap up because I, when it comes time to remembering this, my brain is scattered. You know what I need? I need a whiteboard. I just need like a or a piece of notebook that I carry around with me, and it'll have all my crap on it. And I can just rattle the stuff off, and you guys are like, "Oh yeah, see, it's seamless now, Josh." Oh, why didn't you think of this before, dude? Um, my email account is stuff I heard podcast at gmail.com. Uh, write me. Let me know what's going on. Um, One Lonely Farmer, if you're out there and you want to get together, I didn't want to put it on anything like open forum kind of thing so everybody could see, but you know, if you want, I can send you my phone number. We can talk about how we're going to do a, a podcast together or some type of project together. I'd love to do that. Um, I think you're fascinating, dude. Um, if you guys want to write me on Twitter, some of you younger folks are on Twitter. It's Stuff I Heard podcast on Twitter. Um, send me some stuff. Send me some ideas. Send me send me whatever. If you guys want to talk about something, if you guys want to be a part of something. That also being said, I don't know if I talked about this before or not, but there's a guy on YouTube called Dan Mace, D-A-N. M-A-C-E. Dan Mace is a friend of Casey Neistat, and he has a video that came out, I want to say it was like two weeks ago, where he talks about doing a project where he wants to sort of build a world community and talk about life and what it means and, and how we're all impacting each other and how we can all help each other. And he has a contest uh, where he says, if you're interested in being a part of it, write me an email. And his email is... Uh, brew, B-R-U, at danmace.com. Hey, good morning, Big Daddy. I see you writing in. Um, if you have the opportunity to write him and tell him you want to be a part of the thing, I, I highly suggest watching his video. Uh, I think it's the last video that came out where he talks about doing this project, and he is a great film creator and editor. And I've already written him. I said I would love to be a part of this. I have a podcast, I have a YouTube page, uh, I have a lot of ideas of things that I could do, and this all blends into my idea of making the world a better place through building community. And we can build community. That's all it takes is just the effort, the time. <clears throat> so, if you get a chance, go check out Dan Mace on YouTube, watch his latest video about community, about this, this project. And see if it inspires you. It inspired me. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I also... I'm trying to find my stupid podcast button. See, I need I need an assistant. I need a... <laughs> I need somebody right here to go, Dude, you're on the wrong page. Um, 
I'm listening to the latest episode of Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes, episode 228, titled No More Underwear. Uh, this is pretty good. I'm, I'm about halfway through right now, and uh, I dig some of the stuff they're talking about. One of the discussions they're talking about is they started listening to a guy named Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Now, I got turned on to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History from Joe Rogan. Joe would talk about it nonstop, and he's like, I'm telling you, if you haven't heard this, it is amazing. Uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History is very popular. Um, I think some of his stuff right now is behind a paywall because it has turned into his job, and these episodes are like three hours apiece, four hours apiece. I'm looking right here. He's got a six-hour one on the on the uh, the Celtic Holocaust. Um, he goes way back. He he's done a few on the on World War One, which I hear is awesome. Uh, I think it's behind the paywall. There's also some uh, that I started listening to that was about. Um, the Wrath of the Khans. He talks about Genghis Khan and Genghis Khan's family and what they do um, to basically conquer most of the known world. Uh, he discusses military tactic, tactics. Um, he goes into reading about the history of it from uh, Chinese manuscripts and also from historical lore of the area. And he basically pieces together all of the parts in a multiple episode thing about how Genghis Khan was basically just a, a murderer uh, and, and a brilliant tactician and how whenever they would conquer an area, um, they would basically, what he calls, marry all of the women in the area, which is what they just considered having sex with all the women in the area. And he says that... Uh, that through all of this conquering and marrying that probably one-third of the entire world's population has Genghis Khan's DNA in it, which is amazing. But he said that they killed so many people during his reign that they actually lowered the climate, the climate of the earth by 10 degrees. They created so much devastation and killed so many humans that it lowered the climate of the earth that is crazy. That's like that's like Thanos. That's like the, the the Infinity War and him snapping the fingers. Except this dude did it on a horseback with machetes and swords. I don't know if they had machetes back then, but basically swords. Just riding on a horseback, running through, killing everybody. Everybody. Anyway, they were talking about listening to um, Dan do multiple episodes on World War One, And I had heard about it too. I haven't listened to that part. But Dan Carlin's Hardcore History... If you get a chance, check it out. It's pretty fascinating. Um, I got people writing in saying hey and good morning and all that stuff. Hey, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, I'm having some coffee this morning. I'm going to be going into uh, church here in a little bit. I did want to get a podcast out, though, because I know I have set up my own standards for getting material out, and I've kind of slipped on that issue. That's my fault. Totally. Sorry. Sometimes, I've talked about this before, sometimes I sit down and I go, what am I going to talk about? And I sit there and go, I don't know. And I hit record and just start talking. And today is no different. Today I literally did just that. So, 
I look at it like a muscle, and the more you use that muscle, the better you get at it. So uh, for you guys at home, I'm flexing my muscle right now. Uh, <laughs> um, I got to work out of town, and I'm not looking forward to it. But I do get to see some, some nice areas. And uh, I'll probably end up either recording one while I'm out of town or I'll end up recording one as soon as I get back. So I would say the next podcast is probably going to come out on Wednesday. <clears throat> I uh, want to talk about a friend of mine, Greg, has a band called 95. They're out of Albany, Georgia, and they're a 90s cover band. That's thus the, thus the name, 95. Um, they're sort of going through a interesting transition right now where some of the band members are starting up other bands, but they're still a part of their band. And he he told me, he says, this kind of happens. It's, you, you create new bands along the way, and you find different interests, and you find different people you want to play different music with. But apparently they had a big concert this past Friday, and it was fantastic. Um, he's on Facebook. They have a page called 95, N-I-N-E-T-Y, 5. Um, if you check it out, there's some live video of their concert, and apparently it was a big hit. Um, if you get a chance, send them some love, tell them good job. I talked to uh, I talked to a friend of mine who has his own podcast uh, called Frank's Madhouse, and he's just getting started. There's only one episode out right now. He's getting ready to record another one. Uh, I want to have him on here at some point. I think he's got an interesting point of view, and I'd like to have him have a bigger audience. And I think that right now it's hard to find just because he hasn't put out enough of them. But I'm going to eventually have him on this podcast as well. And I have recently talked to another friend of mine about duck hunting. Um, there's a guy that I work with who is, from what I hear, like a duck hunting master. And it's, to me, it's fascinating to talk to people who are passionate about things because that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons that Joe Rogan's podcast is so popular is Joe finds people who are into whatever they're into, they're passionate about it so much that when you listen to it, you can't help but want to be part of it. And so this guy is into duck hunting like I'm into making stuff. I mean, his friends have actually come up to me and told me, they said, you know, he's like, he's sort of like Rain Man except for duck hunting. Like, he's just all about duck hunting. Like, it's 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 a thing of beauty. This past Christmas, he got a, a, a GoPro camera and actually got a mount for a shotgun, and he's figured out a way to film him tracking ducks, hitting the ducks, and all of this, and then have it on his phone, but he hasn't figured out how to make a YouTube page. And I was like, dude, I can totally help you do that. So I want to help him do that. Um, Big Daddy's writing in on the uh, on the YouTube saying, is your dad going to do one with you? Absolutely. Uh, dad is going to be on one, and I think that would be an interesting thing to do, especially with him being retired. Uh, he's able to travel and come down south. Uh, I did not go up north this year. Um... I uh, I enjoyed going up, but 
the last time I went up, I ended up sleeping on the couch because uh, Trisha's grandson was sleeping on, in the bedroom that I was using, and the pull-out couch thing is not comfortable. I like that pull-out couch because it's historically it's it's historically tied to my grandparents, but it is not comfortable to sleep on, especially for a whole week, especially with me being 44 years old. Um, they do have the camper now, so if I went up <clears throat> if I went up next year, I could sleep in the camper, and that would be awesome. Um, I am interested in in like my life moving forward of possibly getting a camper to take a trip in. It's not something I want to buy. It may be something I want to rent just to try it out to see if I like it. Because honestly, my wife and I don't camp. When I met her years ago, she says, listen, um, I don't camp. She said, my idea of camping is a holiday inn. As long as I got a place to, to plug in my hairdryer, I'm okay. <laughs> and I said, well... I've been in the Marine Corps, and camping is not fun for me. Uh, every time I've ever camped, I've been in the dirt, and I've had bug issues, and I'm not a super fan of camping either. But camping in an RV sounds pretty nice, and it looks pretty nice. So that may be on the agenda for next year. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to do one with my dad. I'm going to do one with my mom, for sure. At least at least one with each. Um I would like to have my sister back on here because apparently everybody likes listening to my sister. The one I did with my brother and my sister, everybody wrote me and was like, oh my God, your sister is so cool. She sounds like somebody I'd hang out with. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's not by accident. So anyway, um, hey, I appreciate everybody chiming in this morning. I didn't know anybody would actually uh, click online um, on the old YouTube thing. I am going to finish up my audio portion of the podcast and... Wish everybody well. Hope everybody's doing good. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Joel, Joel wrote in on YouTube and said uh, that camping is not for him either. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's a, that's, yeah. Um, is anybody else using Anchor to do a podcast? I'm kind of curious about this before I close this out. Um, I'm using Anchor to do my podcast, and I recently got something from them that says, hey, would you like to make money? And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, what do you mean? So I clicked on the link and followed the links and all this other stuff, and they have on there something about subscription fee or something, and I was like, really? Subscription? Now... Someone like Dan Carlin, who does a, a podcast, I could see paying money to get behind a paywall for his stuff because he spends so much time doing research and coming up with information just so he can have a better informed podcast. Um, I'm not that guy. I am stream of consciousness, uh, whatever is on the top of my head comes out. I can't imagine anybody would want to pay money to listen to me talk about anything, so... The more I'm looking at it, the more I'm thinking, no, no, that's just dumb. Um, the podcast thing, if I do ever see it being something that, that has some type of financial benefit, it would be something where maybe a podcasting network gets together and says, hey, we'd like to negotiate for advertising space for something. I could see that possibly being something, but I'm I'm never going to do a pay now and you can listen to Josh talk shut up nobody cares I don't even care I watch myself talk and I'm like just just stop talking just no one wants to hear that 
But apparently some people do. And I appreciate every one of you. And uh, I hope everybody's doing great today. Have a beautiful Sunday. I'm going to be heading into New Spring. If anybody wants to be a part of a church and watch our service, it's online. It's on newspring.cc. They'll have live broadcasts. We have a service at uh, 9.30, 11.30. And I think if you miss it, you can watch it again on Wednesday. They put them all, all the previous sermons are online. You can go back and watch all of them since they started embracing this social technology stuff. But anyway, hope everybody's doing good. Y'all take care, and thanks for being a part of this. And I look forward to hearing from you and collaborating with you.